Okay, I think we're back, hopefully. Um, I don't know what the hell's going on. My system's being stupid. And I still got feedback here. Don't know why. It's not as much, so it's not that bad. Uh, hopefully, hopefully we're broadcasting right now. I don't yeah. know. But um, I hope you guys are back. Okay, Bree's back. Bree, can you hear us? Because I just had a, a major malfunction over here. And I had to shut off a few things and restart my entire system. So if you can hear us, please let me know. Okay, good. Thank you, sweetie. She can hear. Yes. Okay. She's she come back and says hello. Hi, Bree. And yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so I know I don't know, if, Bree. You got the last one where I just told you to go to YouTube.com and in the search bar type in EPPS 2021 for our page. Um, there's two ways you can look for it is find one of our videos or look for a flaming microphone which you see over that direction okay <laughs> oh breeze brain brain bug oh that i didn't know <laughs> sorry dude <laughs> sorry bro <laughs> uh, but OBS, I don't understand how the hell that works. I've tried so many times, and I've said, nope. <laughs> I ain't going to deal with it. But anyways, um, so we're going to continue Paralore's 40th birthday from October 5th, like I said earlier, until the stuff decided to go nuts. Okay, Breeze is she. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I'm already having enough enough of a meltdown, Bree. Come on. Um, I've been having a meltdown for the past two months. <laughs> yeah, literally. Um, so we got some stuff to talk about and some stories, and hopefully this doesn't happen again. <laughs> um, but we're going to continue off where. We were supposed to do an October 5th show, but everything screwed up. So we're going to have some stories. We're going to have some news. Um, Paralore is going to be talking about um, things that she talked about in the past episodes, and I can't remember what the hell it was now. Complete herbs. Thank you. Uh, Houston witchcraft. Meltdowns are common since everything is locked down. <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> yeah. Anybody got a big ass key? Gonna unlock shit. Yeah. But anyways, I know that ain't gonna happen. <sighs> so, anyways. That and um, supposed to let everybody know what's been going on. Yes. Yes. Uh, that we were supposed to do that. Uh, the fifth. On the 5th, and we couldn't do it because everything went totally bonkers. When, <laughs> due to the fact that what you see here, behind me is the windows, behind her is the bathroom door, which is yeah. right there. We try to go that direction for a new setup, a new look, but we end up having massive problems. Mm. Also that, I was trying to add 
background noises and background music to the show, but unfortunately it did not work. It screwed a lot of stuff up for me. Uh, I've been in contact with a wonderful gentleman here on StreamYard, which that we are using. Right there. And stuff. And he's given me a couple of tips. He's given me a, a link to a video to try, and he said, um, see if you can incorporate it, see if you can work with it. Uh, <laughs> read your screen. <laughs> I'll let well, you answer that. Natural one. witch, born that way, and so aren't my brother, aren't my brothers and my uh, parents. Yep. Um. Both sides of the coin. <laughs> Don't piss me off. You'll yeah, find the other side. Yeah. If somebody pisses her off, I'm usually in the doghouse for about four months. So, I'm going to turn it over to her so you guys can find out what happened to her for a while since yeah, we haven't done the show. The huh? Leave up, stay on the screen, though. But I explain, just don't minimize where it's You just, mean don't, don't zoom myself out, just exactly. keep this, Okay. Um, well, everybody knows I've had two surgeries, kidney stones, that had to get removed. The first one went fine. No problems. Except for a hell of a lot of pain. Uh, second one... It went okay, far as doc, um, the urologist told Paramike uh, that everything went completely smooth. Um, but before the surgery started, I had a bit of an issue with a nurse. The uh, the nurse that was to uh, put the IV in. Decided to put it, like, basically, like, right here, where there's a fucking bone, instead of right here. I told her, it may look like a vein, but it's a bone. Oh, no, it's a vein. She hits the fucking bone with it. Um, Paramike, um... I didn't realize he heard me when he was about to leave the freaking hospital. Uh, a scream from, like, down the hallway. But I'm screaming at, at the nurse for not fucking listening to me. Um, the urologist ran in. He was running a little late. Apologized. And on the spot, which was actually kind of hilarious... Suspended her for 30 months without pay. Especially with the shit going on right now. Yeah, I find out why he was a little <laughs> late getting to the hospital. Traffic was bad. Traffic's always bad. <laughs> no, he was trying to get there uh, that morning that you, that you had to be there. Yeah. But unfortunately... Um, Whatever interstate he was on, trying to get from where he was to here, yeah, 
was bad. Oh, like, yeah. how many morons were out there driving? And what time did you leave your home? He said, I left my home at 3 in the morning. I was supposed to be at the local hospital at 5. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Two hours? At 7. Two hours? <laughs> he lives in Pittsburgh. <laughs> that should tell you the distance. Yeah, but Pittsburgh is only an hour and some odd minutes away from us. Not without it's traffic, a- I think. It took him two hours because he left his home at three in the morning to get here to where we live at, to yeah. the local hospital over that direction, mm-hmm. for five in the morning so he can have everything prepped and set. And it took him two hours to get here. Yeah, road work. I was like, how many freaking morons were out there? He said, that's the, that's the point. The only morons that were out there... We're road workers with their fingers up their butts. <laughs> I heard that crack, and I said before the uh, sedated sedation hit before I got put under. I said, "Look around. Everybody's got their thumbs in their ass." <laughs> you should have just booked a uh, a motel for the night here in town. He wouldn't yeah. be that late. Like and I know the perfect weeks. one. And um, everything went fine. Um, until, stress-wise, shit started egging it higher. Um, the fact that I have bipolar 1, hereditary, and bipolar 2 mixed into 1, my temper came down a little bit, but because of dealing with assholes from medical, medical fields telling me stupid shit that makes no sense, don't know their fucking job anymore. I go to uh, the obstetrician because supposedly I have a ovarian cyst or cyst, but nobody's really sure. I uh, go to the appointment downtown and before. I'd say maybe like 30 minutes. Uh, the obstetrician came in. She's talking to me. And I was trying to get her to have Paramite come into the room. Because I started feeling that urge to just punch her in the face. And um, she said the main reason... She said the test results that I got from the MRI, X-ray, PET scan, the C-scan weren't accurate in telling us some if a, if a woman has ovarian cysts or not, which I find that hard to believe. And I went, 
Um, okay, what do you suggest? Ultrasound. That's easy, e e That's one of the um, easiest methods we use. And we can tell uh, pretty quickly. Okay. Go in the ra waiting room. Tell Pyramite uh, what she said. And he just gave me the look like... In other words, she has no idea. Yeah. I get called to the window. Instead of getting an appointment to come back, I get told to um, schedule an ultrasound at the local hospital here for um, to see if there is an ovarian cysts or not, and uh, what their centimeters are before they can give me an appointment to actually come back and actually be under their care for female things. And um, I go, why do I have to do that? Shouldn't that be your job? I get, uh, we didn't get the records from the ER. And you're telling me this now. Nobody could have called me. I called you three weeks ago. Never got an answer. Got a fucking paper to make the fuck to make it. I had to wait until I got the stint removed. I walk out the front door. Um, more like I punch the uh, front door open just to walk outside. And um. Walk across the street, get, I'd say maybe like 10 feet, um, 10 feet away from uh, Family Dollar downtown. I was thirsty. I wanted a drink, but I wanted a cigarette first. Pyramid cans me the cigarettes. Um, and I go to, and I go to light it, just so people know, I'm right-handed. I go to light it, and some schmuck, in what looked like a piss-poor version of Escalade, kind of like Escalade, but it wasn't, it was something else, stops where I'm standing, and actually says the words to me. How did you put it? <laughs> Do you about believe now. in Jesus Christ? I went, <laughs> at first, I thought he was talking to somebody else. Because uh, two other people walked by me. You come to find out? Um, that's... One of our three. He's over that way. Patches. He's coming underneath. Yes, if Where? you hear that little meow, that's our monkey. Oh, hi. Hold on. He's. Come here. 
There he is. That's our baby Patches. Our he monkey. Wants... Okay, okay. <laughs> I guess he doesn't want to be on camera today. Or on the show. Well, hush. Uh, <laughs> he um, was actually saying it to me. Knowing Paramike's right next to me. I went, uh, could you repeat what you just asked me? He says it again. I went, well, yeah, I actually do. But something pisses me off and I just go and say it. Main reason, what I'm wearing. And I went, listen, um, I'm really not having, um, the best month and a half right now. Your the safest bet, get the fuck going. I'm not in the mood for this horse shit. Instead of leaving... He still continues trying to get me to talk to him. And, um, Paramike, like, kind of walked in front of me a little bit, just, um, to try to, to find out what the dude's deal was. And, um, he's, like, talking to Mike about whatever, involving Jesus Christ or whatever. And now that people see it, right-handed, and I smoke. It was in the opposite hand, unfortunately. The only time I use my left hand, the smoke, is when we're live. Because I have to use my right hand. For the mouse. To use the mouse. And I just, for some odd reason, glared at him, but I was laughing. I was laughing, but not laughing, if it makes sense. Paramike looks back, he sees the cigarette in my left hand. She was growling and snarling. But... And her eyes were in flames. <laughs> but the weird thing is, um, the woman that was in the guy's car who saw my reaction um, was like trying to get him to uh, like back off. And he's like, um, you should come to my church. I went, eh. What church is that? Put a fucking needle in your vein? He stopped talking to Mike and put his eyes back on me. I go, before you could say anything, I go, I didn't stutter, motherfucker. Your version of what you're trying to ask me is, oh, they're going to put it in my vein, but 
also do other shit that's illegal with it. He's like, I have a clean record. And I'm Mrs. Claus. I'm fucking vacation. That's when I brought her into a wonderful store called Family Dollar. And the dude took off. Well, the uh, Paramike's friend that's a manager at the Family Dollar downtown uh, saw what was going on because I... The weird thing is, I don't remember saying anything or doing anything. Nor do I remember moving. And she came up the, uh, the two doors and started yelling at him. Saying, get the fuck out of here. For the past month, your ass has been trying to get women between 21 and 40 to go with you do whatever. Even when there's guys with them. Get the fuck out of here. I have a trespassing order on you. I'm like, how bad is it where a local store where you can get the main stuff retail for a cheaper price? For a cheaper, maybe cheaper price, but you can kind of tell what's going to work for retail and what don't. So, uh, get trespasses somebody. And I go home and the weird thing is I don't remember going back home on foot. I don't remember anything. He's like Paramite said, wait, you don't remember anything? No. All I remember what remember is cussing out the stupid bit, the uh, stupid people at the obstetrician office, and punching the front door open. That's all I remember. And he told me what I was doing and what I said was saying. I went, well, usually. I remember saying shit like, saying stuff like that. He's like, yeah, but here's the weird thing. You are acting like entirely somebody else. Who that somebody is, I have no idea. And, um, and then, uh, Paramike asked me after, um, Letting me cool down for a few hours because he noticed my hands started shaking. And um, he, t he uh, talked a little bit back and forth with my brother. And then, like three hours later, after I get out of the bathtub, because I had a bath and felt good actually. 
He goes, um, you don't remember any of it. No, I remember nothing. He goes, okay, I know your brothers were twins. Yeah, what about it? Was one of them left-handed? Yeah. That would be Alex, but he was a southpaw. He could use both hands. Why? Just wondering. I had to try to remember because um, of an old podcast show that I started in 2016, like a little bit later in 2016, I ended up with a tumor right here in my frontal lobe of my head, and I forgot a lot of stuff, and it took me almost two and a half to almost three years to remember some things, but not a whole lot of things. And that was one of the things I remembered. It was like, which one was left-handed? Was it your brother in Vermont? Or Alex, that is somewhere in limbo of the paranormal (laughs) world. And she said, oh, that was Alex. He was southpawed. I was like, okay. He could write with both hands. He could hit with both hands. Cigarette wise, <laughs> I think he disagrees with you. <laughs> what? Shut up. <laughs> but he smoked cigarettes in his left hand. I don't know if it was him channeling through me. In fact, I have this. I thought you were having uh, an anxiety attack. What, out there? There and here. After I got you home from all that garbage. From that moron asking, do you believe in Jesus Christ? <laughs> no, I don't! If he ever comes <laughs> if he ever comes back, he'd better get rid of all these freaking idiots. <laughs> then I'll start believing in his ass. Other than that, go, no, thank you. <laughs> you know what Richie would have said to him? <laughs> Richie would have put a pipe bomb in, it, in the... <laughs> tailpipe of his ass of his truck and go boom see ya <laughs> say hi to Jesus for me when you when you hit hell first <laughs> that's what he would say uh, that in the words stay the fuck away from my sister no he'd be saying stay the, stay the fuck away from my family <laughs> I see you uh, next time I'm sure there's a pothole big enough just to stuff your body in um <laughs> uh, Gradually, like, I get the stint removed. He needs his momo. You got that now? Yes. <laughs> if you're wondering, that means milk. He drinks milk. He likes it. Um, a week goes by, I get the stint removed. Was told everything was completely fine. Um, it was supposed to take oh, about five minutes. Five minutes turned into fifteen minutes. Um, I get told make an appointment in six in six in uh in three months. Um, just as a routine, 
check up to see how um, if you have any problems or whatever. I said, okay, fine. Walk to the receptionist. I get the appointment to go back and see him, which is in December. Worst month for me. And then I get told by the receptionist, um, you need to get an ultrasound done before you come, uh, your appointment. Come again, what? She goes, it's a precaution we take. I get that. Why the fuck wasn't I told this? I was, I was told, make an appointment in three months and come back and see me. That's it. I get what I like to call the thousand yard I'm stupid and dumb stare. Like someone that smokes, that's like smoked weed for an entire day. For seven days. For that type of stare. Of that type of stare. And uh, she makes the appointment and the ultrasound appointment also, and I asked her, listen, I do not have a gallbladder. So how the fuck am I supposed to go to this ultrasound in the afternoon and and I can't, and I have to hold my fucking bladder that long I get, again, I get no answer. That's not easy when you don't have a gallbladder. See the uh, urologist before I'm walking out the door. And I asked him, Why didn't you tell me about the ultrasound appointment you wanted me to do first? I forgot. Walk out the front door, up here, where the urologist's office was, same way, punch the door open. And I think I broke the glass, but I can't remember. Well, I heard a crack, and I know it wasn't my fist. Um, walk uh, to where the bus stop was, stop at the grocery store to pick up a few things. Get home, and the whole time I'm saying the words, I'm done. Uh, Paramike mentioned uh, to my brother what was going on. He's like, Yeah, good thing I put my foot down your ass. Um, wait a few days. And I get a call from my son, my oldest son, um, David, but I call him Davy. Um, he's um, asked me, when did you plan on moving um, to where Uncle Richie lives? 
two years, David. It's gonna take me an take me some time to save up money first before I can even find a new place yet. Mo saving up the money is the first part. The second part is landing a new place. Third part, fucking movie truck. Because I gotta drive my ass back up. How the fuck you think I got down here? Fly? With a shitload of crap? I go, why? He's like, um... I want to go in on, on it with you, like you asked, but I can't. David, people on my podcast that watch it already know about that issue. Why are you asking, why are you bringing it up again? You backed out on me. Your own mother. He's like... He's like, yeah, I know, Ma, but, you know, with work, David, you're making 13 something an hour. Your checks, weekly, should be between 6 and 700 after taxes are removed. How the fuck can you not go through it? You can easily transfer. You work at McDonald's. You stay with it for a year, six months to a year. Once you hit manager, you can transfer to another one. Oh, I didn't know that. David, I told you that. He's like, yeah, I know, Ma, but, you know... With my school and everything, I went, school, yeah, that's important. But, you're not going to be in school in two years. You're already going to be out of school. Um, he's like, well, that, true, but Autumn, the way he put it, everything is there. I go, everything is what? He goes, everything I know is here. Well, guess what? It's called reality, David. You hate being in our hometown. You hate it. So why the fuck do you want to stay there? You don't really see your friends very much. They technically don't really go to you unless you've got something. Your girl, your girlfriend, he's like, Ma, she's my fiance. Yeah, until I meet her, which probably won't be never, she's a straight girlfriend. As far as I'm concerned. He said, well, okay, she, um, it's, you know, she wants to stay around by her friends, 
Even though they really don't do anything for her. <laughs> huh? Hey, bro! Holy crap! He actually joins the show! <laughs> Mark this down on the calendar. The ball <laughs> testicle like me just joins the show. Way to go! Finally! <laughs> we get to get the logo live, too? Hmm? I just threw out there. I was like, would you like to go live, too? With us? <laughs> I'll send you a link. Make it happen. Well, yes, it, it was it was going to happen on your birthday, but unfortunately, his phone decided to take a shit. You got a laptop, don't you? <laughs> That's a good question. That felt good, actually. Due to the fact that I forgot to ask him that the last time, I was like, then I thought about it. I'm like, wait a second. Okay, he's got a cell phone. It crapped on him. It took a shit. <laughs> he has a laptop the last time I knew. Unfortunately. He, um. That's what he says. Unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, we know that. We know, bro. We know all of you. If you still have your laptop, you can do it that way. Just sign into your email account and I'll send you a link and then ding! Hello! He hasn't seen me in 11 years. He hasn't spoke <laughs> to you in 11 years. <laughs> Probably in 11 years now, his ears probably got bigger. You can deal with him on that one there. Wow, Alex's ears were bigger than that. Now what a tall cable was it? I went, David, I get you're 20 years old. Oh, and, um,. What? Since he just joined in, this is yeah. her rant, bro, so <laughs> prepare. He's heard some of it. <laughs> but not between me and my son. <laughs> That's what I meant. Be prepared. Uh, he... I went, David, you're 20 years old. I'm glad you're working and earning money. One thing I'm not happy on <laughs> Sorry, I had to throw that on there. Fuck you, bro. <laughs> Sorry, I had to throw that on there. But you're spending your money on stupid shit and being stupid with it. He's like, you still mad at me for the prom dress? I'm not even going to get into it, David. Because I said it before. It is not... It is a prom dress. Not a wedding dress. A wedding dress is $800. A prom dress should go never over 500 bucks to get. But you're dealing with the bill. He's like... Okay, it's because of the $1,500 ring I gave her? David, the way shit's going right now, you can't afford a $1,500 fucking ring on a credit card. But yet, somehow he did. Yeah, the $1,500, uh, he goes, well, my... That wasn't on the credit card. 
That was on my bank card. It's still considered a credit card if you don't say debit. He, he goes, well, it was for her birthday. Damn it. You showed me the picture of the fucking ring. You can go to fucking Walmart and get one for the same thing for fucking 600 Yeah, he showed us the ring by a photo. On the 1st of October, we went to our usual spot. Walked by a few stores, and she stopped in front of a jewelry store. <laughs> Looking in the window, I'm still kind of walking down a little bit. I didn't know she stopped. I turn around, and she says, hey, I found the fucking ring. I walk back to her. I'm, she's pointing at the ring. I'm looking at her. I'm like, <laughs> that's not a fucking engagement ring. No. That's it's a... That's a. Here's a nice diamond ring. Can I get in your pants now? <laughs> That's what type of ring it was. Now, well, see when when I went searching for an engagement ring for her, it took me a while, and I finally found it. <laughs> and I bought it without her knowing. Granted, it cost me a pretty penny. Then, from that point on, I presented it to her. She started to cry a bit, but with a smile on her face. <laughs> then years later... I still wear it. I still have it. Yep. And then years later... This was about 2008, I believe. Mm -hmm. From January 1st of 2008 to June, I find the perfect wedding ring. Right on middle finger. Spent <laughs> a lot of room. cash for it. <laughs> Spent a lot of cash. Alex told me he helped you go in on that. That's what he said. Alex said to me. Well, that, that was our game plan to tell you. <laughs> Alex actually gave me the money, which I did not have to pay back to him. And it was a pretty penny. <laughs> I know. He gave me the money, and I bought it for her. Then I popped the question to her. And I swear to God, I thought there was going to be a massive tidal wave flood from her <laughs> eyes for the tears. And I would need a life preserver when she says yes, and she practically choked me to death. <laughs> it was in the middle of the fucking ring when you did that. What the hell? <laughs> she still has it, and she still wears it to this day. Fortunately for me, I couldn't find the exact ring that I needed until finally maybe what four or five years later when yeah. we first moved down here we, I finally found the ring I needed which is right there yeah and it fits <laughs> so yeah and her well, son her son bought her his the way he puts it fiance <laughs> I call a stupid dumb bitch bible supper <laughs> bunny rabbit Richie already wants to kill her. 
here's an engagement ring. Can I get in your pants? No, it's a hollow ring. Sorry. Um, I was like, um, David, and he's like showed me a second ring, which he uh, on old it. <laughs> I haven't seen her yet, bro. <laughs> are we the are we dyslexic? Can we not spell? <laughs> if you try to say "oh shit," just spell the word "shit." No, he's calling his uh, he's calling David's girlfriend an "oh it." <laughs> that ain't an "oh it." That's a I don't know what the hell it is. Um, no, thank you. You're not flavorful. You're Leal's flavor. Thank you. He uh. Sent an extra ring uh, to my phone. Bite me. You know better than to tell me that, bro. I think he was saying it to me. Oh. <laughs> um, no, that's Lil's flavor. Bite me. <laughs> I'm good. See that? Made a choke. Um, he texted my phone, my son, and I went... David, what am I looking f uh, at a ring on my phone for? Did you already get her a ring? Oh, the $1,500 uh, ring, it was for her birthday. Okay, I get, you know, it's for her birthday. I'm, I technically I can't get pissed at that. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> <laughs> um, he, uh, he, Dan, he, um, okay, he goes, the ring I just text you, Ma, is her engagement ring. Okay, please tell me you went to Walmart. They got decent wedding rings, David, including engagement rings. Uh, two grand? Where are you getting that kind of money? He's like, but, hold on. I went, David, I'm gonna go down a bit of a list for you that I remember. <laughs> Out the First, door. When you were sophomore in high school, you said you wanted to be an actor. Then you said you wanted to be a chef. A celebrity chef at that. Like Guy Fieri. And Robert Irvine. Then you said you wanted to get into the Marines. To be, to, uh, be able to be a celebrity chef. Then you wanted to do computers. Now, you want to be a, get into automotive, which is good. He goes, well, I did uh, go horseback riding with Autumn. Ow, it hurts. Ow, it hurts. Ow, it hurts. <laughs> oh, David, okay. I get, you know, horseback riding, it's not as bad. It Horses, they are... Um, they are really nice animals. 
just the certain types. Um, he's like, yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm thinking of getting into that, though. Again, I'm going to add that. You want to get in a horse, get, uh, start riding a horse. You want to own a horse. You want to open your own garage. I know I am. Just more improved. <laughs> you want to go through all, all of that that I just said. But you don't have the money to go in on a place with your own mother. Who you haven't seen since you were turning, since you were freaking 11. Because, no offense, your girlfriend, and I'm saying that strongly, doesn't want to fucking move. Good evening, Gloria. Hi, Gloria. She gave us a like on our Facebook. <laughs> and she has finally finished ca catching up on our YouTube channel with all the likes. Oh, yeah. He's like, yeah, I know, Ma, but... And next thing I know, I'm like, David, I'm going to tell you straight out. This is what I see when you tell me about Autumn. Since she first spoke to me, she's been afraid of me. She don't know me. She's like, she's not afraid of you, Ma. David. You know the fucking necklaces that I wear. And one of them is what I am. She's afraid of that. Probably for maybe a good reason. He's like, no. She was raised by her father. whoop de fucking duda That's not an excuse. Well, she... Okay, she was raised by her father. Who... He's an asshole, but... Uh, let me guess. He's a fucking preacher. Yeah. He actually put it into her head that witches were bad. Any type. No, let me give you a bit of a history lesson, sweetheart. Not all witches are bad. They're not. They can be good, and they can be bad. It's the path they're on. And it's the intent of what they use for magic, for spells, as well as invocations. The only people of witchcraft that are feared, even though there's mixed um, feelings on that with some people, pagans. Pagans are not, because I'm friends with, this, with a couple. Quite a few, actually. It's the ones that are Satanists that are that are feared, mainly. You watch Ghost Adventures, David. Did you think it was just a fucking entertainment show? He's like, no, I know that shit happens. And obviously, you don't. He's like, oh, she wants to go to Salem. I put my head down 
And I just start laughing. <laughs> I went, really? I far? ran out of the building to the nearest store. To give me a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> I went, hold on. She wants to go to Salem. She really wants to go to Salem. What part? Because, well, she wants to go to, um... The Witch House. David, there's a few that are called the Witch House. There's only a f one or... There's one that people know. And... You would actually have to know the history on that town in order to actually know what the fuck you're looking at. And, uh, he's like, is that where Great Grandma's from? Which one? Uh, Grandma's mom. Yeah. That's neither here nor there. But she doesn't want to move, but she wouldn't mind fucking traveling. What? Good evening. And, um. And I go, I guarantee you, if you call her right now and say, oh, you want to visit me once I'm settled up in Vermont where your uncle's at. I guarantee you, she's going to say, no, I'm not going. Girls like her, being needy that she is, do not mix well in pe with people in my family. Even though we try to tolerate it to an extent. Uh, then he starts saying that he was at work one night. He was on the line. Um, freaking did a uh, massive dinner rush. And she texts his phone every five seconds. And then calls him. And he's at work. And he gets cussed out for it by his boss. Well, um, okay. I know your boss, David. If he wanted to be a dick, he would have fired you for that. If anything, you're kind of over, over reacting a bit. What exactly did you say? Don't let it do happen again? Yeah, but he's not cussing you out. You want to get cussed out, I know someone that can. Um, he, um, she's on break where she works. Slap a bitch, slap a slut, same thing. And he asked her that question that I said to him. She goes, same thing. I'm not going. And he starts yelling. Para Mike hears yelling from the fucking front door that we gotta walk through just to get our to our door. He runs in thinking 
It's either me yelling. Oh. Oh, that's my black cat. People wondering. <laughs> hey, fat ass. He just woke up. <laughs> oh, he answered. Hi. He just woke up. Um, he Paramite comes in the front door. He goes, I thought you were yelling. No. Was Richie yelling? Um, he's at work, dear. Then, uh, Mike hears my son yelling. Like, really yelling. He's like, Is that David? Yeah, that's David. Holy shit, that sounds just like Richie does when he's pissed. You think? That, and this phone, right here. <laughs> this piece of crap that normally works when it wants to ring until Patches fucked it up. <laughs> and I am flickering. I'm trying to ignore it. I don't know why. I cleaned my webcam. Shouldn't be doing that. And he, uh... Why? And... Uh, I didn't realize it. Paramike hands me my cigarette, a pack of cigarettes that he had just bought me. I didn't feel it, but apparently my hand, one hand was shaking, the other one was just starting to shake. And Paramike took the house phone, Ouch. put it to his ear and said, hey Davey, Turn it down. She doesn't need to deal with this shit right now. And, um... He snapped out of it. And he's like, sorry. And he goes, um... I... Um... He goes, did I really make you cry, though? Not in a good way? Yeah, you did. My dick is pissed about it. But he's not as pissed as his uncle is. As he's not as pissed yeah. as someone else we know. He's like, what? Here's what? sort of like a smart ass answer. Or here's uh, an answer for that. When I'm situated in a new place in Rutland, Vermont, where your uncle is, and you want to come visit me, you're not going to like the welcoming party. And I'm not going to be able to help you. <laughs> Pop a bottle of champagne, pour the bubbly, and watch the show go boom. He's like, he's not even gonna hit me. And I was bite. He's like, he's not gonna do anything. You got no idea, dude. I love you, sweetheart, but I won't be able to help you. I can't. <laughs> he's like, but I'm your son. 
The ship is sinking slowly. <laughs> B1 to B4. You sunk my battleship. <laughs> I go, David, let me explain it this way. Out of everybody in my biological family, your Uncle Richie's the only one that can tell me yes to something. No about something. And tell me to sit down because he, he'd handle it. And he gets away with that. He's like, how the fuck is that possible? Um, it's sort of like it, that's actually hard to actually explain, really. But I'm just forewarning you. Just because you're his nephew doesn't mean he ain't gonna kick your ass. <laughs> He's not scared, bro. Maybe he should be. <laughs> Any replies, Mr. Brusso? Um, yeah. So anyway, <laughs> my son changed the subject and said, um, with the wrestling stuff that you sent me, that you did, yeah, what about it? Why did Alex, Uncle Alex, have weird-ass fucking hair, then no hair, and why the hell did it look possessed? Okay. You wanna know? He's like, yeah. Okay. Um. For like a good two months, we started storyline. Bless you. He was, um, the main champion of the, co of, uh, the independent company that I was with. In what is actually called EFW, but for people who don't kind of know the situation, but they kind of like the joke, Florida is actually called the Lower East, East Side of Hell. Where I was living, it's called West Hell. He's like, that sounds kind of funny. It kind of is not, David. But in a way, yeah. For two months, me and your girl Alex were doing a storyline. Um, and it was for the title. I mean, our match wasn't for like about another month. About close to half a month. And, um, and I got booked the, the day before we were supposed to, um, do a show for, um, I'm trying to think, for like, um, for like a uh, photo shoot, for like the posters and everything. 
that's actually something that kind of got me wondering what the fuck has he been doing. Uh, he heard, as well as overheard, um, my boss telling me that he booked me to do a photo shoot for posters for the event. I said, okay, fine. In my gear? Or, he goes, several photos that will be in your gear. He didn't say how many several. The others were um, basically your other, your other dark, dark um, clothing that you wear. He didn't, my boss didn't want to offend me. I said, "Oh yeah, that's fine." Mike had no problem with it. Our brother Richie had no problem with it because it comes with the territory. When it comes to wrestling. And, but, Alex did not like it. Never gave me a reason. And, he, Alex was doing my hair one night, uh, the um, earlier the day before, and, Paramike, and my uncle, and his uncle, yeah, bleh. I'm alright, hold on, shut up, bro. Rewind! <laughs> I'm kind of starting to feel a little tipsy. God bless. <laughs> uh, You're still on your first one, right? No. Oh, it's your second already? Oh, okay. <laughs> I had my first one earlier. Uh, Mr. Misty. Paramike is in the kitchen with my brother Richie. No, what the hell were they doing? I think they were either eating or they were um, getting refills on a drink on drinks that I made. Alex comes walking in the kitchen, grabs a drink for himself, and you could the way I screamed my brother Alex's name. You could hear it from ten blocks. I uh, run into the kitchen. My hair had nothing but curls in it. And I was keeping my hair short for uh, my, hair, my hair straight for years. And it looked like fucking curly soup. Or, um, a better ex example, it looked like Shirley fucking Temple. For curls. I, I was it, about to sing that song, and then I got the nastiest <laughs> evil glare from her. Not only that, Richie was gonna hit you. <laughs> no, actually, he was thinking the same thing. Not from what his look in his eye was, though. Because I could see the look in his eyes from, like, my corner of my eye. Nah. Alex is like, what? It's not that bad. Alex, I love you. I'm gonna kill you. 
I look like a fucking French hooker in a fucking cat house. Gave me a boner. And he start. He drops his glass. Runs out the back door. Uh, runs out onto the porch from the sliding door. I start running at him. And next thing I know, I'm dropped to the floor. Um, and, um, my brother, um, Richie, uh, put me in this freaking hold. It was similar to a chokehold, but not really, not the way he was doing it. Um, to get me not to kill him. He goes, I can fix it. I'll deal with him later. Ten hours later, my hair's finally back the way it was. And, um, it was funny. Um, we were, my boss came over, because he overheard the situation, and he, he goes, here's actually normal. It's because I had a ace of my sleeve, sort of. And, uh, and he's like, giving me some, uh, stuff he written down for me. I said, hold on. We normally do a show every other Friday. Why are we doing it two Saturdays in a row? He goes, um, it's actually to build, uh, build the show more. Found out he was trying to um, make EFW a lot quicker, a lot bigger. I said, oh, that's fine. He goes, you do the photo shoots in the morning. You have to be at the arena for five. I go, okay, what time does the show start? Seven. Um. I'm not wrestling, though. He's like, no. You're just doing an appearance. He goes, you wanted to do, like, a word battle with Alex, right? Yeah. He goes, that's what that's for. I went, oh. He goes, the following Saturday, you're doing the match. Okay, that's cool. I went, um, I have to be at the arena for five. After the photo shoot. He's like, yeah. Where's the arena? Where's it at? Orlando. Okay. How the fuck am I supposed to get a fucking workout in? Let alone a little bit of training in. He goes, the photo shoot 
is in Orlando also. Okay. We leave tonight. You get to the hotel at midnight. Oh. How the fuck will we get in there? Alex ain't gonna fucking drive. He's already sloshed. Which is probably why my hair got fucked up. He goes, oh, I'll no problem. I got ride for you. The ride turned out to be a fucking stretch limo. What was that? I'm just trying to delete some stuff. Oh. Just to delete some of my comments and everything so I can have more room. He said, um, to, um, I said, okay, I'm cool with that. I pack a few stuff, including my gear. Rule number one with wrestling, never forget your gear. Always have it with you. Um, he gave Paramike and um, our brother Richie the um, like um, the list for the sounds for the sound for the music and stuff. And uh, for like the times and whatever else. And my our fa my father and his sister were gonna be staying at Alex's house for that weekend to keep an eye on the kids. And we get in a limo. We actually what time did we get to the hotel? About eleven thirty? About ten thirty. Ten thirty? Okay. 1030. In Orlando? Yes. Okay. Alex and I got there about an hour after. Um, I'm in my, um... Due to the fact that he sprung a leak in the engine. Of course, me, I had to fix it. <laughs> I, um, was in the hotel room. It was actually on, on the, um, balcony. My hair was all, was redone. In other words, after my brother Richie fixed my whole hair, he dyed my hair uh, that night. And I'm on the balcony having a cigarette um, with my with the hair dye and everything fully finished, and he's finishing brushing my hair. And he starts kind of putting his fingers through it, like fucking with it. Oh, bro, you just did my hair. He's like, yeah, point. I'm like, you are such a smart ass. He goes, I learned from the, from the master. <laughs> I'm like, you are so good at fucking get it. If I didn't have to work. <laughs> and, um,. We hear uh, Mike and Alex um, come in through the um, my hotel room because we had like joining hotel rooms, and we're hearing Mike cussing Alex out for not 
fixing the leak in the engine like he told him to prior. Alex is uh, arguing back at him. And, um... And... Richie didn't say anything. He didn't get in the middle of it. But I get up to go into the kitchen to have something to eat. Um, we stopped at an Italian restaurant. We got like a couple big boxes of pizzas. Um, go to the pizza box I was eating from. Pulled out some pizza. And I hear in the living room of the joint hotel room. Richie cussing Alex out. Saying, for someone who is certified beautician, cosmetologist, however you want to fucking call it, you're a fucking idiot. The stuff you put in her hair took me Ten fucking hours. You're an idiot. I snuck out of the room and went to hers. And, um... And next thing out of Alex's mouth was, Oh, quit. He goes, oh, stop. And then says, If you want to do something, or wanted to, you would have done it by now. Pussy. Next thing I hear is a loud crash. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. Let me correct that. What? You actually remembered it? When Alex said, oh, stop, you didn't hear the other part, but I did. What? He said, oh, stop being my wife. Oh, shit. <laughs> I heard that from the balcony because I was having a cigarette from your pack because I was out. The store ran out of my hand. cigarettes. Beer and hand. And that's what I heard from the balcony from the other balcony that's adjoined to the room. Oh, stop being my wife. I pussy. was like, damn. <laughs> that's all I heard. I went like, holy shit. No, he didn't. <laughs> I'm like, well, let's see. I know they're brothers and everything, but which one's going to wear the pants and which one's going to wear the bra? <laughs> well, I only remember hearing... The first part of that, and then pussy. That's all I heard. I didn't. You're right. I didn't hear the half that part. Yeah, because when you heard when you when you heard pussy and didn't hear the other part, you were actually in the bathroom <laughs> of your hotel room. You were just getting out. You heard the word pussy. You open up the door and here you come out, half birthday suit, half <laughs> I don't remember what the hell it was. What it got me thinking of like, wait a second. Threw out a robe from the hotel that, that they give you for free. Yeah. Barged through the door into their room and smacked both of them upside <laughs> their heads with your boot. I was like, I'm glad I'm out here on the balcony. She hears pussy. I heard, oh, stop being my wife. I'm like, that was it. I was done. Well, before I, I went, you're actually wrong on that part. I went to throw my shoe at... I had to throw my shoe because Richie was actually choking him out. 
I just saw was you grabbing a boot. That's all I saw. When you threw that hotel robe on and you whipped that door open, you grabbed your boot that was right there and you went, whing! <laughs> Caught Alex, Miss Richie. You took Richie's shoe and smashed him in the head. <laughs> and his shoe was right by the door. I didn't hit him that hard, though. That's the part I caught. I didn't see Alex get hit in the head with a boot. All I saw was the boot being picked up from the door and, whoo, poof, zip! I was still on the balcony. I started looking in from the balcony and just slid the door open. I'm just looking in. I see you picking up his shoe. Wham! Bop! I was like, going back. I come out of, I come out of the room. Outside of the balcony. Lit a cigarette. And I just looked up at the freaking night sky. It was really nice. And it was the full moon, too. I went, why do I have to have two brothers that act like that? <laughs> and The moon uh, goddess never gave her any answer. <laughs> well, I said it as a joke, really. Um, he... Unless the moon goddess uh, did give you the answer and just said, here's your answer. <laughs> then I can understand. He, um... Richie came out a few minutes later Cracking his knuckles, he knows I'm ir- that irritates me. I went, will you stop doing that? I look over, he's got a grin on his face. What are you doing? He goes, don't worry about it. But, he ain't waking up for a few hours. Bro. He goes, um, did you hit me with a shoe? Actually, I threw a shoe at you. I thought you were going to kill him. He goes, I wasn't choking him that hard. Bro, he, if there were a commercial for a human version of a fucking blueberry, he would have got it, that role. <laughs> he was that blue. <laughs> and, um. I'm a blueberry smurf. <laughs> and, uh. I wake up the next day. Deal with the photo shoot. Didn't know anything of what was going on after I fell asleep the night prior. Get to the arena. And a lot of people like my hair color, the hair choice. Said, Sonny Bear, friend of mine, he was training to be a wrestler, but he was working there, uh, working for the company I was with. Um, to like, like pay that off from his training, and having a couple side uh, clothing jobs for gear and other stuff. And he's like, "Who did your hair like that? That looks really good, my brother." He's like, "Really? You like to touch my hair?" Uh, he's like, "That looks like really freaking smooth." And he sees someone slap his hand. <laughs> hey, Gloria. Yeah, I still gotta do some more work on it, but at least it works. He goes, and he looks, and the person that slapped his hand was Richie. He's like, what? He goes, 
don't touch her hair. You know, like, Sunny Bear looked, looked at me and went, he's a bit sensitive on that. He's always saw my hair. Don't worry about the title, I'll change it later after the show's over. He goes, um, he's like, oh, okay, no problem. And, um, I get, I have my gear on, not my ring gear, I have my ring gear in my bag, a different set, a different outfit on for the word battle. And I see Alex walk in. Automatically, everybody starts laughing. He walks in not even five minutes before the cameras were on and the show started. Everybody starts laughing. Quiet. I turn my head. I'm pretty sure people could picture this. One section of his hair. Each section of his hair was the freaking color of the rainbow. Every color. One section was red, the other was orange, and so on. And I start giggling. Before if I'm really going to start laughing, I giggle first, then I start well, falling over laughing. Jackie. <laughs> I start giggling. And, um... And, um... Pear Mike and my other brother, Richie, they were already in uh, the sound tech area. Over their headsets, they hear people in the back, in uh, the background, and everything's rolling. Mike didn't think anything of it, but he saw Richie kind of start laughing. He's like, "Dude, what are you laughing at?" He goes, "You'll see." And then Mike hears. Me giggling in the background, and there was a camera on me, and I start giggling. He, I don't know the conversation, but I'm pretty sure Carol Mike looked at Richie and said, "What did you do?" Pretty sure that's what Carol Mike said. Um, I'm standing next to Sunny Bear. He was in the shot. Um, I mean, it gave him a bit of a, an assistant type of job. And seamstress for my clothes. And he's checking my clothes and everything to make sure it all fit right. And in walks Alex, hair, each section of his hair, one color each with the rainbow colors. Red, orange, so-so, and so on. He starts trying to bite his lip. And, and I'm still giggling. But then I start laughing. 
He's like, what's so funny? And I could tell he was already irritated. He's like, what's so fucking funny? And kind of slapped him in the head. He's like, you know better than that. I go, yeah. You know better. Then they cuss when the cameras are hot. You idiot. Oh, sorry. I didn't know they were rolling. Well, yeah. You decided to walk in five, five minutes before we start. What the hell is your problem? And then I start laughing again. My eyes look, uh, move to his hair. And I, laugh, and I start laughing some more. He's like, okay, why is everybody laughing at me? Bro, I love you. So I'm going to say this. How do you get up in the morning, do what you got to do, but never once look in a mirror? Seriously. He's like, why? I go, bro, before I hand you a mirror, so you can see what everybody's laughing at. You look like, and I don't know where this came from, but it just came out the way it's came out. The way you look. You look like you had a one night stand with Rainbow Bright. And she climaxed the fucking rainbow all over your hair, and it got stuck. Kiss the rainbow! <laughs> and not, just like how Paramount just did, not even two seconds after I did that, I said that, Sunny Bear goes, taste the rainbow. <laughs> I just looked at it, I was like, fuck! Skittles! <laughs> And, um, and Alex storms off, not getting it, until I'm in the rain, waiting for him to do the, um, the word battle. And we actually hear him yelling. Not as loud as I was yelling. I yelled, but loud enough. All he yelled was our brother's name. And he knew, and he thought Richie was at ringside with me instead of in the sound tech area. He's look, it looks around, everybody that paid to see the show was rolling. It starts shouting Rainbow Bright at him. And I'm in the ring. I'm trying to say serious. Uh, my character persona was serious. Dark type of personality. But I could not do it. 
I had a bit of a, a small earpiece in my ear, and I was like, fuck, how am I supposed to do this? It fu it's fucking hilarious. How the fuck am I supposed to laugh? Do this without laughing. And uh, in the headset, I hear Richie go just the same way you always do when you're serious. You just get it. I'm like, okay. Uh, asshole. Speeding by. Go figure. He comes into the ring. And... How he started the word battle was kind of lame, but gave me more ammunition. Because he couldn't even get a word out. He was that pissed. I go... What's the matter? can't handle it? He's like, no, I can't handle it. It's not funny. Like I said, you look like, I mean, he stopped me, but he's trying to, like, um, cut words at me to see if I would get it pissed or try to go at him. Didn't work. Instead, I was doing it. I said, I'm going to say it again. Maybe if you didn't hear it for being so thick-headed and having so much air in your head, you didn't really hear it. Your hair looks like you had a one-night stand with Rainbow Bright. And she climaxed each color of the rainbow in different sections of your hair. And it got stuck. He's like... He gets quiet. I could tell he was getting more pissed, probably at me. Because I was really digging into it. <laughs> and, um... His face was getting so red, I the, thong, the song that popped in my head was, Veggie Tales, Veggie Tales, I'm a Veggie Tale. <laughs> For some odd reason, Paramike hits a button in the sound tech area, and people start hearing that stupid song that he just said. I laugh, but I stop laughing. Look at the sound taker. He's like, "Turn it off." Mike cuts it off. See, Alex just flipping Mike off. He's like, "Double." The crowd enjoyed it, though. And um, and I go. And then I said, like, taste the rainbow. But I didn't add anything at first. And he, go, and he started yelling, but I don't think anybody understood what the fuck he was saying. Because he wasn't talking English. He was cussing in Romanian. I'm rolling. 
At this point, I just full out start rolling. He goes, in English, he goes, oh, you think you can actually beat me? Yeah, I can. He's like, um, he's like, okay, name one time where you actually could beat me. Um, okay. I was 16. You were just turning 14. You had just turned 14. You tried me. And I kicked your ass. You tried me again when you were 21. And you lost. This time, which makes the magical free, you'll lose again. But you won't have anything to show for it, because you'll lose it. He's like, really? Name? He goes, okay, fine. Name the match. I'll look at him. And out of my mouth, was this title versus hair? Me and Alex, we were heels, but against each other, we were trying to be the mega heel. And in my mind, I knew heels that Alex was doing. Bad guys in wrestling, people wondering. When there's they're involved in a match where it's hair versus title, or hair versus hair, somebody is going to go bald. And it's usually the, it's usually the main heel, not a, a, not a different heel. He, without thinking, said, okay, fine, hair versus title, see you next week. Yeah, you will. You're going to lose two things. Your title and your hair. He starts um, seething pissed off again. But he he stops and said, fine, hair versus title. A second time, which I'm looking at, I'm like, you just said that. He starts, he gets out of the ring, he gets halfway up the ramp. And I turn around and with the mic on, and I have this fucking evil looking grin on my face and I said taste the rainbow Wendy he's in mid walk and he stops 
somewhat turns his head to look at me and said, without a mic, I don't know what you're talking about. And I said it again. Apparently, I didn't know this. <coughs> Paramic and my brother Richie recorded Alex one night while I was bartending at my dad's club. Alex was far gone drunk. It starts shouting he's fucking Wendy from Peter Pan. I saw it, but I didn't know they recorded it. And I, and I said the words again. Taste the rainbow, Wendy. And everybody on what I, we called the Minitron, people saw Alex at the club literally saying that. Slashed over drunk. <laughs> and everybody watching the show that paid to see it started calling him Wendy. He turned around, bolted at the ring at me like a heel. I got out of the ring. Jumped the barricade and ran. Like a heel does. Even though I wasn't really scared of him. And, um, the cameras are done. And, um, where everybody's still laughing about it. I get home and get back to the hotel. I'm exhausted. Excuse me. And I just want to eat and go to bed. Instead, Alex comes at, comes up to me thinking I planned that. I go, he goes, you fucking planned that, didn't you? Plan what? He goes, the waiting chant. Um... No, I did not plan that, first of all. Second, you wanted to do a fucking storyline. And you have the title. What the fuck you think was going to happen? That's what word, uh, word battles are. To go above the other. And whoever gets pissed off and walks off is the loser of the word battle. You lost. He's like, no. He was talking about the camera. Bro, I didn't know you were recorded. I was working. He's like, but you saw it. Yeah, I saw it, but did, was I holding the fucking camera? No. 
It wasn't my fault you decided to get so fucking drunk you started saying you're Wendy. There's our other one, our other cat. Gizmo! Hi, Gizzy! Oh? <laughs> Hi, Gizmo! He's just like, what? <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Hmm. And the following week, he lost the title. And the hair. Of course, it took me about a half an hour to try to catch his ass. I'm chasing him because once my name was uh, said as the winner and new champion and that Alex was going to lose his hair he got out of the ring and started running I run after him and I'm surprised he didn't hear me but everybody else heard me. But Alex didn't hear me go, Oh, come here, you fucking bitch. It's just hair. You want to say something? <laughs> go ahead and say something. He's like, chicken. So Davey... He's chicken. <laughs> so Davey goes... Okay, who was that guy wearing the robe that caught him in that chokehold? Oh, that was Richie. See, he choked him out just so I could shave his head. See, you're on live streaming, dude. You're live streaming right there, dude. Yes, you are. <laughs> um, for that week, what did you just do? You just cut the sound. No, it's the internet popping up. It's trying to go wireless. Oh. No one saw him for a week. And it was worrying me. I was like, where the hell is he? And um, they saw, like, Paramike and Richie saw, like, a little light. Um, in what Alex called his Aww. witch track. Thank you, Jay, for the love. Hi, Jay. She gave us a love heart. She's on break right now. She's at work. She's <laughs> on break. Mm. He, and, um, he had this little cabin-like thing that he called his ritual cabin. Uh, Mike, here Mike said, oh, he's fine. He's in his little shack. Try, probably trying to play with it. This is what she said. It's okay. Don't worry about it. Don't worry. We've been having technical difficulties over in this end. Twice. <laughs> or three times, I think, now. Three so or four, said, something like that. Uh... Paramike says, oh, he's fine. He's in his little shack. Probably trying to play with it. Richie says, 
Yeah, if you could find it. And and the fact that they were kind of doing that, trying to get me to laugh, because I felt bad. And um, and I started someone started giggling after uh, she's like, yeah. If he could find it, he could, he could, uh, if he could find it, he can. And, um, the following week, I'm doing another show. I don't have a title match or anything. I'm in a two out of three fall match with Sunny Bear. Training him, but kind of give him, uh, putting him over. Because I saw he was ready. After the match is over, some weird, weird looking dude with a black hood on over the head jumps the barricade, gets into the ring, and actually clips my knee. I mean, I got pissed because it kind of hurt. It hurt a little harder than it, I was usually getting it. Usually felt it. And I'm thinking it's a fan that jumped to the ring to attack me. Because some people actually try doing that. And I'm thinking it's one of those morons. And I'm in the full, um, full fight mode on the freaking canvas fighting with him. Security guard was actually trying to pull him back. Paramike and uh, my brother Richie were uh, weren't at the sound tech area. They were actually getting something to eat and um, sat down, and they were told that told many times prior. If a fan jumps the barricade to get in the ring to attack who or whatever in the ring, stay out of it. And one of the security guards in the ring that was trying to pull him back, pull the guy back, um, went to get get the guy's shoulder. Instead, uh, got part of the hood or something and pulled the hood off. The unknown guy turned out to be Alex. Who, I don't even know who the fuck that was. His eyes turned green at me. And I was like looking, I'm like, and I'm in sort of like in character mode, so I couldn't go, what the fuck? And I'm getting up off my ass, and, um, and I'm thinking, you know, yeah, his eyes turned green, but he was pissed. So I'm thinking, he's in character mode. 
hell no. are you doing? Turned out. Box. Dipstick. Um. He broke loose from security guards that were actually pulling him off, pulling him back. Right when Paramike and my brother Richie got back with food for themselves to eat because they were starting to get hungry. We were supposed to have somebody go get our lunch, but that person never showed. So we just said, ah, screw it. The match's going to go for a while. Let's go. Do, 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 do. Got our lunch. Came all the way back. Match was still going on. Nothing exciting. I was like, ah, what the hell. Let's yeah. just sit and munch. Yeah, well, you thought it was a match. You and Richie thought it was a match. Or, because you, you heard in your headset, because you had little wireless headsets, that it was a fan that jumped the barricade and got into the ring. They both thought, because this is what Paramike told me before, that that's who it was. An idiot jumped into the ring to come at me. And I was defending myself. They didn't know that it was Alex. I didn't even know. The hood fully comes off and I'm looking at my other brother and his eyes are fucking green. Did not look like a normal fucking pissed off green. I went, I'm getting up, and I'm, I'm like, talking to him. And next thing I know, I'm on my back. And I'm, I know a few moves that, can, that, I can, that I use, that I could use over the years to get him off if he got into that mindset or pissed off where he came at me. Very rarely he ever did. I was able to get one hold on him to try to drive distance, but next thing I know, he's he put the same hold that only Richie was allowed to do. Alex put the same hold on me and started choking me immediately. And I couldn't move my other arm. Mm. And, um... And he had his, even wrapped his fucking legs around my ribs. And they were already hurting from the match. And one of the announcers, I didn't know this until I watched it back, said, um, that does not look like Alex. He looks possessed. Paramike, from how he remembers it, um, saw if Richie was sitting next to him like a few minutes before. And the word possessed comes out. Paramike looks, Richie's gone. Looks, looks up, Richie's at the fucking ring, getting in it. Comes over. And 
just before um, uh, Richie grabbed him, apparently I made some type of noise or something, and I don't remember saying or doing anything because I could not breathe. Sorry about that. But he ended up, but Richie ended up grabbing Alex by the back of his neck. And Alex had this weird, what he called a defect. That if you grab the back of the neck, back of his neck, his arms would get paralyzed. For as long as you had, him on, had the back of his neck. Richie grabbed the back of his neck, pulled him off with no with no problem, hurled him across the ring through the ropes to the floor. Um, which Paramite can even say that shocked the hell out of him. He's seen Richie fight, especially when it came to me, but not like that. And after that. I've wondered, what the fuck was Alex meddling with? To even get that way? Um, I don't think I ever got an answer for that one either. But anywho, um, let's see. Go to see what I have for stories here. Um, I'm going to do two stories, take a slight break, because i got to get a refill, have a candy bar, have a smoke, Paramike's going to do some, uh, like a story or two that he has, and then... I'm going to start going into the herbs and stuff. Does that sound good? Sounds good to me. Just hopefully when I start reading my stories, it doesn't screw up again. <laughs> but I'm going to my other uh, network browser to see if it actually works where it doesn't fuck this up. Yeah. Okay. First story. It is October... And there is a TV series that everybody knows is coming out on the 12th. Um, Tuesday. No. Um, yeah, Tuesday, October 12th. Child's Play series is returning the to the unused concept for the original film. Now what that means is the Chucky series focuses on a lonely teenager teaming up with the infamous doll a new twist on an unused idea 
for the original Child's Play. Um, an unused story concept for the original Child's Play 1988 is finally returning in the new Chucky TV series. Since first terrorizing movie screens more than 30 years, Chucky has gone on to become one of cinema's most notorious slashers, appearing in a total of, of seven, seven movies. In the original continuity, continuity not even mentioning the reboot, but that's in another story. Um, 2021 will mark the Killer Doll's first foray into television, with the new series heading to Sci-Fi on October 12th. Tuesday. This Tuesday. The Chucky show will tell the tale of a small town plunged into supernatural chaos with a vintage Guggenheit Guggenheit doll. Guggenheit? <laughs> Shut up! I can hear Richie laughing too. Shut the fuck up, girl! He's no longer online. Oh, he's not on? No, he has to get up and go to work early tomorrow morning. But I am working on a little thing, hopefully for next week, if it works pro properly. Mm. I just mm. need an answer. Vintage Guggenheit doll appears at a yard sale when lonely teenager Jake Weber, um, who Zachary Arthur plays, Jack Weber, purchases the doll. The possessed item quickly becomes a conduit for his own struggles and insecurities. Jake eventually becomes fully fully aware that Chucky, voiced once again by franchise legend Brad Dourif, is alive, and a reign of terror begins that sees both new and former characters from the Chucky movies enter the picture. How Chucky got a bride. I have no idea what the hell that's supposed to mean, but hold on, let me keep going. While the idea of Chucky partnering up with a human child is certainly a new direction for the series as we know it today, though the concept isn't a new one. In fact, the origins of this idea can be traced back to the original, to the origins of Chucky himself and to the first version of the film that would become 1988's Child's Play. As originally conceived by series creator, writer Don Mancini, Chucky wasn't a doll possessed by the soul of a vengeful serial killer, but rather a supernatural extension of a young boy's rage and murderous tendencies. 
So that concept is apparently be is being shown in the series. Through Jake, I believe. Or the character or the guy kid playing the character. In Mancini's original version of Child's Play, the relation between the child character of Andy Barkley and Chucky was much closer. The initial concept described Andy as an angry and embittered child whose subconscious seeks to destroy all the people in his life who he believes have neglected him. Instead of becoming the vessel of serial killer Charles E. Ray, Chucky was instead brought to life by Andy's dark thoughts and compelled to kill while the little boy slept. The doll would murder Andy's mother, babysitter, and teacher before ultimately killing Andy, untithering itself from the boy's un unconscious. Ultimately, much of this early version of the film would be abandoned, with pr producer David Kirshner and director Tom Holland altering the plot to include Charles E. Ray, voodoo possession, and the idea of Chucky needing a body to escape the doll. And although these new elements certainly helped make Child's Play and its sequels the beloved horror films they are today, it seems that Don Mancini never forgot his initial concept. The plot for the Chucky series seems eerily similar to Mancini's unused idea of a boy partnering with a killer doll as a form of revenge against a, a world that d doesn't understand him. Although obviously altered to fit within the established formula and universe for the Child's Play franchise, it's clear that Chucky has finally found a new and exciting use for one of the ideas that led to the conception of the character. How long do you think Chucky's been going? And I need a franchise. Let's see. There's seven movies. Yeah. Of Chucky. Yeah. There was a gay ass reboot a few years uh, ago. Not talking to reboot. Just the franchise itself. How long do you think it's been from the first to the seventh films to the series? When did the seventh film come out? The seventh film came out in... Was it like 90... No. Somewhere in the 2000s. Um, right? Hold on. Let me put it down. 88 was the original. Child's Play 2 was 1980. 1990. Child's Play 3, 1991. 
1993, whoever you want to freaking uh, read for a source. Pride, 19... Okay. Yep. Okay, so the the TV series is coming out. Yeah. This month. Yeah. Tuesday. Let's see. Two thousand twenty-one. About 33 years. The, the, the Chucky character has been around for over three decades. Yeah, th yeah 33 years. Three that decades. That would explain the pun. Three decades and three months, basically. That would explain the pun in the final trailer. I'm too old for this shit. <laughs> and you even like the you even like how the series looks from the trailers. Yeah. You like it. There's not. You can tell what's a little what the CGI was some delaying, but it doesn't affect you. It doesn't. Uh, there's like maybe like one or two parts in uh, a couple of the uh, trailers that had a little bit of flickering in it, but didn't affect you because it wasn't quick. I turned my, I turned away. Okay, outside of that, you like it. Yeah, as long as there's not any flickering, like strobe lighting, yeah. But when there's a strobe light, forget it. Well, I found a trailer that didn't have the flickering in there. And I showed it to you. I said, there's no rapid flickering in it. He, the, the trailer that I showed, I showed a pair of my two trailers, because I uh, screened them before I showed it to him. One of them was the first trailer, where Chucky is sitting next to this little kid, and he's playing video games with the kid. Yep. The kid says in the trailer, and this is the trailer, Mommy said real killing's bad. Chucky, being Chucky, said, yeah, well, Mommy's full of shit. <laughs> Had me fucking cracking up. Paramike started laughing. And the recent one that just came out. How the final trailer didn't have flashing in it. There's a scene. I'm thinking, what are the episodes? Because it's in the trailer. There's a scene where there's this blonde girl, but looks like she's smoking a blunt of a freaking weed stick or something. 
And there's a... And you see Chucky's shoes sticking out from under a curtain. She pulls the curtain, and the shoes have nothing in it. But then you see Chucky barefoot running and jumping out of her. I'm like, holy shit! Yeah, which, barefoot. which threw a flag in your head on that. Because you and I talked about that. Mm-hmm. That threw a huge flag in your head. Why? I thought that was funny. If funny. <laughs> yeah, you thought it was funny at first, and then you're like, wait a second, and there's a fucking flag in my head going off. Well, how did they get his shoes off of him? That's something. Because we know with the Chucky doll itself. Yeah. Takes a shitload of before before it bucket. became before Don got the idea. Oh, let's use this cabbage patch kit of uh, my buddy doll. Yeah. How to get the shoes off? Because when you buy the my buddy doll that was out way before the fucking movie came out, you couldn't take off the damn shoes. No. You could <laughs> untie the shoes, but you can't get the damn shoes off because they were built into the foot or the feet of the damn doll. Now, here in the movie, oh, shoes underneath the curtains, poof, where the fuck is he? How to get his shoes off. <laughs> that threw a red flag up in her head, and she's trying to figure out what the fuck's going on. I'm like, how the fuck they do that shit? No, but because you can't, you can't take the fucking shoes off the fucking doll and then have them walking barefooted. There's no way, because the shoes are literally made on the damn doll. Okay. Then she finally came to the conclusion about a week later. Here it goes. I went back, watched every movie that I had, that I have, of Chucky. In one of the seven films, there is a shoe, a blue guy shoe, going onto his foot. That's bride. So that actually shows you can't take your shoes off if you can put the shoe on. Now, in the trailer with the scene of no, he's not in any shoes. If anything, and this is hypothetical, this is just how I'm thinking it. They have a pair of shoes that are empty, and just have them in that part. For the shoes itself. Chucky riding barefoot is most likely a separate doll. They have different versions of him. Of him. But, even though I figured it out a week later, it's funny. He's running barefoot. Okay, another one I got. Child's Play franchise creator, Glad, reboot, isn't allowed to get any sequels. Did in fact Ryan's partnered with MGM. Child's Play creator, which I just mentioned with the subtitle. <coughs> Excuse me. The most recent installment. In the long-running slasher franchise, was an attempt at rejuvenating 
the concept of a doll embowed or endowed with a civil killer soul. After seven entries in the series, Orion Pictures decided it was time for something new. Abandoning Mancini and long-time Chucky voice actor D Brad Dourif in favor of director Lars Klefberg, it, the movie It, if people are wondering, and Mark Hamill, who I believe they were probably grasping at straws for someone that had a freaking name to them. Mark Hamill as the voice of Chucky. Mark Hamill, people already don't know by now, voice Joker. In the cartoon. And in the video games of Batman. Yep, all three. So, obviously, Orion Pictures thought, well, shit, Mark Hamill. He's got voice acting under his belt. He's well known. That's why he kind of still getting bullshit and getting people kind of say this Twitter, you shouldn't have done the reboot. It kind of tarnished your reputation. While the reboot didn't seem to entirely please fans of the franchise, it wasn't a total failure at the box office. Um, yeah, it was a full fucking failure. Critics weren't especially kind to the film either, but the series has never been a favorite in that respect. That's actually true. So, uh, half the film critics out there don't like it, don't like the series. Period. They're just there because they're getting paid to. Nonetheless, it could be argued that what was missing from the film was the inclusion of Mancini, who directed the previous three entries and wrote all seven of the films in the franchise. And of course, Chucky franchise itself has become almost as iconic as the tiny serial killer himself. The inclusion of Hamill as the voice of the character was an interesting change, but ultimately the Star Wars legend wasn't, was no match. I'm not going to say that again, because I'm going to rub it in. The inclusion of Hamill as the voice of the character was, a, was an interesting change. But, ultimately, the stars, Star, Wars, bleh, Star Wars legend was no match for the familiar crazed cackle of Durf's Chucky. 
in terms of box office, reboot, fourth highest grossing film in 2019, which is likely far from what Orion had originally hoped for. In other words, it sucked. While speaking with Den of Geek recently, Mancini discussed his initial fear of two Child's Play franchises running concurrently after he was pushed out of the reboot along with Durf. The general lack of success of the reboot has meant that sequels are an unlikely prospect and with the new TV series Mancini, Durf TV series just a couple days away it says a month away I'm saying a couple days away Mancini appears to have still managed to come out on top. That's not a pun. That's actually true. As he explained, he never felt any ill will toward the reboot filmmakers. But the fact that the film didn't quite hit the mark was a bit of a relief. Oh, wait, no. Did he quite hit the mark? Never hit the mark. Let's read what Durf said. Re, what Durf said below, which I'm reading right now. I ne I never bore any kind of ire toward the filmmakers themselves. This is Brad Durf talking about the filmmakers of the reboot. Uh, I never. I never bore any kind of ire toward the filmmaker, reboot filmmakers themselves, because I know that they were doing their jobs, and it was an exciting opportunity to get a toehold in the industry with a franchise character. I get that, but at the same time, I'm relieved how it all worked out. The Durf, buddy. I'm thinking he's being a little bit too nice instead of actually saying what he really wanted to say on it. Me? Fuck you. You can't do any re sequels. We're still going forward. Fuck you. Exactly what I would have been saying. It's hard to blame Mancini for his reaction to the lack of interest in the reboot. After all, he not only came up with the concept of a wise-cracking murderous doll, but he also kept the series going long after. It seemed that the novelty had worn off. The fact of the matter is that while Charles Play and its concept 
might not be to everyone's taste. Mancini has managed to maintain a solid fan base over the years, and the T Chucky TV series looks as though it's set to make take things in a new direction. Naturally, the idea of a serial killer doll will still persist in the series. But this time around, there are some real-world issues to focus on, as well as a cast that features teenage protagonists. I'm pretty sure people are already tired of seeing, seeing teenagers as protagonists, but, I mean, I may be one of them too, but teenagers as a protagonist for the TV series for Chucky, it, it works, especially in today's age, it works. Just how well Chucky does remains to be seen. But from the genuine horror perspective, it does appear to take things back a, to a less gimmicky time for the franchise. Mancini has previously mentioned that Chucky was inspired by the tone of Child's Play 2, which was still in the franchise's earlier years. Before it became more reliant on humor over scares. Humor, scares, it all works at the same thing. However, the case with the Child's Play reboot safely up the way Mancini is once again free to push his franchise in new directions for a new generation of horror. That's all it said on that shit. Um, get rid of that one. Get rid of that one. Um, delete that. Let's see. Now, I'm gonna take a quick break. I'm going to uh, turn it over to Paramike. And then we're going to get into some witchcraft list of herbs for what witches use or if it's for other stuff. So here comes a quick 30 second break. Here now, I got the show, so I got a couple news stories here. Um, everybody knows about the Suicide Squad that's been popped out and everything. Well, I have a Easter egg for you guys from James Gunn, confirming that there is the Suicide Squad's Toxic Avenger. 
Go figure this one out. Jacobs confirmed that a scene in Bellevue Prison in the Suicide Squad contains an Easter egg to the 1984 superhero film, The Toxic Avenger. Ah, this should be fun. Although the Suicide Squad did not live up to box office expectation, fans and critics alike have praised the film for its humor, over-the-top violence, and Gunn's unique directing style. Gunn is currently the first and only filmmaker to have directed films in both the MCU and the DCEU. Gunn, who is originally active, or regularly active, on social media with fans... Most of them are probably dumbasses. Isn't shy about sharing his inspirations for certain scenes or small references. He's hidden in his films. According to Gunn, there is still a Guardian of Galaxy Easter egg that remains only particularly discovered. I'm sorry, but I do not watch Garden of the Galaxies, nor do I care. Easter egg searchers often find hidden references by paying attention to the background in films and a certain scene in the Suicide Squad that takes place in the cafeteria of Bellevue Prison, which recently become the object of some attention. Personally, me with Easter eggs, usually when I was a kid and I have to wait for April, but Easter egg in movies and now there's Easter egg searchers for movies? You obviously don't have a fucking life, for one. For two, I really don't care about seeing Easter eggs in a goddamn movie. I just want to sit there, pay 20 bucks for a ticket to watch the damn movie, and pay about maybe $60, $70 for the drinks and snacks that they have there, just to sit there and watch a really good movie without trying to sit there and say, Ooh, there's an Easter egg. Ooh, there's an Easter egg. Ooh, there's an Easter egg. Fuck you and the Easter eggs. Do you want an Easter egg? Go find the fucking rabbit. The scene features in the background and slightly out of focus a TV that appears to be playing a retro movie. The Suicide Squad features a meta reference to Gun's Disney firing. Shocking! Although some hardcore fans quickly identified that the film being played was 1984's The Toxic Avenger. Who cares? Because I really don't. I'm going to fix this microphone again in a better perspective for me. Ah, uh, okay. 
where was I? The Easter egg still remaining relatively unknown in a recent response to a fan on Twitter, however, who asked about what was playing on the TV in the prison scene, Gunn confirmed that the movie playing was indeed the Toxic Avenger. The Toxic Avenger was a low-budget superhero film from indie productions and distribution company, Troma. No wonder the movie sucked. Surprised that James Gunn actually found it and decided to put it into the movie on a stupid TV in a prison scene. The film's unique campy tone is not dissimilar to Gunn's own earlier work with the films, like his 2006 directional debut, Slither, and 2010's Super. Gunn himself worked for Troma early on in his career and wrote the 1996 Tromo and Juliet for the company. It's a good thing I didn't see those. They probably really bombed to hell. The in conclusion of the Easter egg, oh, here we go again, is significantly because a remake of the Toxic Avenger likely to, re to release sometime in 2022. Oh, great. Let's look for that garbage. Just recently wrapped filming. Ooh, yay! The remake will star Peter Dinklage as the Titler, Tyuler, T-I-T-U-L-A-R hero and featuring Kevin Bacon as a villain. The film will also see original Toxic Avenger directors Lloyd Kaufman and Michael Hearns return as producers. Yay! Not really. Not excited. It's unlikely that Gunn's reference to Toxic to to the Toxic Avenger, excuse me, is anything more than an acknowledgement of a film that he enjoys or that has shaped his creative style in some way. But there's always the chance that the Easter egg hints at some sort of connection between the Suicide Squad and the upcoming remake. Although little can be deduced regarding what the confrontation of the Easter egg means for future projects. If anything, probably will bomb. It begs the question, what other Easter eggs could the Suicide Squad be hiding Gunn has proven himself a very deliberate filmmaker 
and one who creates each frame of his movies very carefully, making it highly likely there are more obscured Easter eggs just waiting to be discovered by eagle-eyed fans. Dumbasses! Other movies that will be re released in 2022. The Batman! Release date is March 4th, 2022. DC League of Super Pets in 2022 on May 20th is the date release. Super Pets? Hold on. You should say Super Pets or DC League of Super Pets. <laughs> She's giving me that look. Like, oh shit, no, we're not. Yeah, we are. Nope, I'm not saying a word. The Flash in 2022. It's going to be released on November 4th. He's got no powers. He's on meth. <laughs> <laughs> Black Adam. Yeah. Which stars The Rock. Dwayne Rock Johnson. He's been in talks with the people for that movie for like a long time. Yeah. He actually wanted to do it. Hmm. It's, it's official. People will see it. Yeah, release date is July 29th, 2022. Shazam! Fury of the Gods. June 2nd, 2023. Uh. And the last one, Aquaman. And the Lost Kingdom released... 2022, which was the release date for that, is December 16th, 2022. Well, Halloween. Halloween ends. This next year, right? I know that's next year. Uh, didn't get that part from when I found this uh, thing from James Gunn. Oh, yeah, that's DC Marvel stuff. Sorry. Well, I just read the story and... <laughs> According to James Gunn, when he did The Suicide Squad... Yeah, the way he... The, the first one. Yeah. Then the second one. And then the third one. He's been putting Easter eggs into his movies. Yeah. yeah. And now... There is a Easter egg squad that looks for Easter eggs in every movie. Oh, God. The last movie that just came out yeah. that we saw at the movie theaters, they were talking about the Bellevue Prison. Yeah. Where... These prisoners were at. Yeah. 
which became the new Suicide Squad with the original Harley, Margot Robbie. Yeah. In the prison, in the background, yeah. slightly out of focus, there was a TV that appeared to be playing a retro movie. Yeah. A retro movie back in the 80s. Okay. Called The Toxic Avenger. Yeah. Yeah. It's a comic, comic book. James Gunn has confirmed that the next movie he does yeah. is going to have the Toxic Avenger in it. From MCU and um, Marvel. DCEU. I didn't care for the comic book The Toxic Avenger, nor did I care for the fucking movie. Yeah, I know. Six Avenger. Yeah. So... That's what's happening, and it also says here that the Suicide Squad new movie that just came out, yeah, was n- did not live up to the box office expectations. Yeah, that's because they killed off fucking two of the main characters from the first first Suicide Squad, Boomer. They kill him off in the fucking beginning of it. Yeah. And fucking flag. They kill him off in the, just before the freaking end of the movie. Yeah. Which blows. Hmm. I mean, at first, when I, when I brought home Suicide Squad, because I thought always wanted to see it, but never had a chance to, and... Paramike actually watched it with me. Sorry, buddy. Um, I mean, long story short, me and Paramike and my brother Richie were fans of Will Smith. And that's the main reason I got the movie. He played uh, played Deadshot very well. Oh, yeah. Floyd Larson. He played him very well to Oh, a yeah. T. He was really good. Be- better, than, better than the uh, video game character of Floyd Larson, whoever was played that by, did a lot. Will Smith did knock him out of the park. Oh, yeah. I would like to have a Batman game with Will Smith's voice in there as Deadshot. I mean, Will Smith doing Deadshot. I mean, the action films that. Um, Will Smith has done over the years since Fresh Prince. Um, Fresh Prince, he does Fresh Prince, which technically I thought he was a teenager, but he was really adult. He was like in his early twenties, which I was fucking shocked by. He goes from that. Doing that TV TV show to Independence Day and did movies since. So, in every sort of like every action action movie that Will Smith is that Will Smith is done, done. You see, you see, 
uh, a little, a snippet, little snippet of, of almost, almost every character. character. He's had. Yeah. Like the wisecracking. Every film, action-wise, the Will Smith, Will Smith is done. done. Mm-hmm. Has that element. Yep. So, people see Will Smith in a movie. They're seeing Will Smith from the freaking TV show. Because, in that, he was fucking wacky as all hell. True. With some serious moments in it, but... <laughs> But, yeah, but I think I think the way he did it to become Deadshot for Suicide Squad was he brought his character from Bad Boys One and Two over into the Suicide Squad to play Floyd Larson as Deadshot because yeah, he 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 had the same kind of character in Bad Boys and Bad Boys Two. Yeah, he when he brought it over into that he had the same exact character as his character in Bad Boys and Bad Boys 2. I forgot the name of, of it. I know it's Mike something. I can't remember the last name of it. Oh. Uh, I can't remember. For the what? life of me right now. I can't remember um, the last name that Will Smith had in Bad Boys either. I yeah. can't remember his last name. They just called him Mike. Yeah. If everybody knows the last name of Will Smith's character in Bad Boys and Bad Boys Two, I Bad know Boys the first. Three. I know the first one was Mike. I don't remember if it was Lowry or something, but I don't know. But he brought the character from there over into Suicide Squad, and was, I caught that. But and, he had that attitude with freaking Independence Day. Not as much. Not as much, because he was only a pilot in Independence Day. Yeah, State. but you, he had the wisecracking, I'm going to kick your ass attitude in it too, though. Not as much as he, as he did in Suicide Squad and Bad Boys 1 and 2. And 3, which I haven't seen yet. I did. You wouldn't like it. I wouldn't like it. Well, it's emphasis on Bad Boys 3. Um... Bad Boys for Life. That um, Martin Lawrence's character was retiring, and Will Smith's character—he was still going to be working, but you would kind of see like Will Smith trying, Will Smith's character trying to keep Mark, Mark the Martin Lawrence's character to stay. Right. Well, that that, that started off in two. Well, yeah. I started off in two. I, th- I, I think it was also one as well. No, not in not I, Like in at one. the end of one. Like at the end of one. End of one. He you was thought th- that there was going to be a sequel by, by him saying, that's how you drive. Bad Boys 2, the, sa- the ending, similar, but that's how you shoot. Yeah. Um, And Bad Boys for Life... Hold on, we got sirens. Uh, I didn't do it! Where's it going? I didn't do it. It's going up that way. We didn't do it. 
Yeah, right on time. Spoiler alert, Bad Boys 3. Martin Lawrence's character, he begins to start to retire. Will Smith's character doesn't want him to retire because he's his partner. Right. So he makes a bet with Martin Lawrence's character saying, if I beat you, uh, God, I really didn't do it. That um. Okay, thank you, Gloria. What? I was right. Me. I was right. Thanks, Gloria. I I thought I knew it at first, but I couldn't remember if it was Lowry or not. I think it's something else. Thank you. Yep. So. And, like, like, it's sort of still in the beginning of the movie, but Will Smith's character says to Martin Morris's character, if I beat you running from, beat you in a rut, in a race, on foot, to, like, specific type of distance, he would he couldn't retire. Unless they both retired together. Martin Lawrence, he went okay, he went with it, but Will Smith was already running. Before people, pr if I'm not sure if people blinked or not, because I sure as fuck didn't blink. When Will Smith's character is a certain amount of feet away. He gets shot yeah. by someone doing a sh uh, shoe bot drive-by on him on a fucking dirt bike. Or uh, what looked like a Honda motorcycle. <laughs> um, his character, it looked like it was he was going to die, but he lives. And he was told, yeah, you can still work as a cop, but you have to take it easy. He didn't want. He wanted to keep going. Mm. So his their boss, the head of their department, he they were like talking, but like he wasn't talking to Will Smith's character. Um, like a boss chewing him out. He talked to him like another person. Saying, you know, ever since you worked for me, you've always been running. What are you running for? Or running from? 